I'm Noah Oldham, and you're listening to WRFL Lexington. Somerset, Kentucky pop group Tiny Tiny put out their new album, Go, on October 16th. I spoke to Boone Williams, lead singer for the band, ahead of the album's release, to talk about it. Here's that interview. All right, so Boone Williams, good to see you. I last saw Tiny Tiny at WRFL's 31st birthday bash. Yeah. Uh, and then just a few weeks after my 21st birthday, all the bars and music venues closed. So what's Tiny Tiny been up to this year? Oh, I mean, probably a lot of the same of what everybody else has been. I mean, uh, you know, when things shut down, obviously we canceled everything we had on the books as far as live performance but uh luckily we were able to like work together remotely and uh you know send some send stuff back and forth uh occasionally get in the same room whenever we felt like it was uh you know safe to do so and yeah so that's that's mainly what we've been doing lately what kind of music have you been listening to lately to get you through the the pandemic Mm. that's a good question well one thing uh our drummer Phil really got me started or back into, I guess, just sort of uh, older hip hop. Like he's really into Wu-Tang Clan right now. And oh, he nice. showed me this uh, group called the Grave Diggers. The mm-hmm. other day. That's, uh, so stuff like that has been just kind of on in the background, especially when we've all been together. Um, geez, what else? It's a good question. All sorts of stuff. I go back. There's this band called Soft Hair I've been really into for a while now. So yeah. That's awesome. So the title of your new album is Go. How did you choose that as the name of the album? Right. Uh, I, I always like to use a, uh, a lyric from the album as the title. And in the past, it's, you know, it's been a longer phrase or a couple of words. But there's a few moments over the course of the the music that uh go just seemed to sum up the the feeling of what we wanted to to be out front to come across so yeah what is the feeling that you want people to take away from go Mm. i think i'm still really close to it so i'm actually probably like the last person to ask that but if i were to answer right now i think the thing that I like about it at least, and I I hope other people like about it is it, uh, it's, it's not, it's not really about any sort of, uh, like there's, there's not a threat, uh, a story to the album or anything. Like it's not telling a story, but I feel like the, the mood is just trying to not, go too dark in, in, in yourself. Like, I th- because I think that's what we've all been doing over lockdown is like, it's really easy to go down the rabbit hole and, uh, you know, worry about the state of things. So like maybe, maybe the, the theme is trying to detr- distract, distract yourself a little bit. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's probably what, what I think about with it. But So trying to distract yourself from just kind of the crazy stuff that's been going on this year, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like you shouldn't distract yourself too much. I don't want to say that. Like in your life, we should all be aware of what's going on. 
for sure. But everybody needs moments where they can just sort of think about other things or just let themselves not think about anything or just think about, you know, things in a more, in a more personal way or something. And maybe that's what this music is a representation of, uh, you know, it, it's, it's not necessarily like stay positive. It's just like, get your mind off on, just think about something else for a minute. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, it can, it can be, it can be good to take a break from all that chaos. And I was listening to the album this morning and it does sound very calming, you know, relaxing. Yeah. I was wondering if it was intentional to release that, the album in October. Uh, just the first track kind of gave me um, John Carpenter vibes, the synths in it, Redline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially towards the end, yeah. That's like, yeah. And I guess that plays into the theme too. It, it, that That's not, completely why we put it and you know that's not a I didn't put it out in October because I wanted to get it out like I mainly we just finished it and we just wanted to put it out like when it was ready uh, but yeah the, uh, the my favorite thing about that opening track is that it sort of fools you into the first the, the main part of the song is pretty uh, you know pleasant it sounds sort of pretty and you maybe get lulled into it. And then towards the last third of the song, there's just this really weird mood change, sort of inexplicable. It doesn't really, you know, sort of comes out of nowhere, I think. You have that a few times on the album too. I noticed that also a bit on, I think it was um, Passenger One, maybe. There's kind of a shift in the song. If I'm afraid, these are my glory days. Do you like to kind of have people going with one sort of vibe and then kind of change the experience a bit? Yeah. Yeah, I do. And, it, and it, sometimes it's not even a, I don't, I don't really do it consciously sometimes. I just sort of, that's just what kind of happens. But I do like that a lot of music that I really like and grew up listening to has that quality. And so it's, you know, it, whenever you can, you can do that effectively, it, it, it makes an impact on a listener. Like I'm when, when that happens in music, I like, uh, I always notice it. So something that I noticed is that you revisited a song that was on your 2018 EP, Big Fancy Dream, which you released mm -hmm. under the moniker Brother B. Yeah. Can you talk a bit about No Place is Better Than the Earth and why you decided to revisit that song? Good. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you picked up. I thought that that recording was just like buried out somewhere no <laughs> I saw internet, never to be found again but no so I the first time I ever got involved with WRFL was I went to a WRFL live recording to uh just write about it and okay. I think you were like the first guest that I saw there and you were you were doing the brother B yeah uh, that was it was yeah. still in the basement over there right like that yeah the yeah basement. back in uh Whitehall mm. yeah well yeah, that song, like, it's really short. And I like that about it. 
that's another thing that other music I listen to, I enjoy little short nugget songs that just kind of suck you and then it's over. But I don't know. I think uh, it sort of sounds like fake optimism or something if you listen to it, like in the context of lockdown, pandemic, crazy election, all this stuff, uh, sitting around and singing no place is better than the earth kind of sounds ridiculous, in, in, you know, in a, in a way. No place is better than the earth. There's nothing like this. No place is better than the earth. There's nothing to it. No place is. But I like that being the little cherry on top of that recording, Big Fancy Dream, and. Uh, and this one go uh, because uh, I don't know it's I, I almost sort of think of track eight when you go as the, the final song and then no place is better than the earth is sort of a afterthought or something but I, I like it I like it there I, I think it's a nice way to just kind of tie everything up mm. um, but releasing an album in 2020 has got to be kind of uh, a bit stressful, I'm sure. Uh, do you guys have plans to be able to perform this music live anytime soon? Any kind of socially distanced concerts or anything? Uh, we, we don't have anything planned right now. We've done a couple of uh, like, you know, stream shows over the course of lockdown and we've had a good time doing that. But obviously everybody wants to, to, to be able to get in a room with people and, or outside in front of people. And, you know, I'm kind of like everybody else. It's like, there's not going to be a moment when it's like, someone's going to tell you it's all, you're all good to do that. You know, it's everyone just has to make, make their own decisions. We don't have anything on the books right now. And we're just sort of going to play it by ear and see what, what happens, I guess. But that's been the interesting thing about this is, you know, it's not a good thing. It's not that, you know, but we have had to learn how to just, you know, other ways to express ourselves other than just putting out music. And, you know, that comes with like making a video, making, you know, this and that, playing the, the stream shows. And I think that some of those things are really cool and we're just happy we're doing them now, you know? So. I'm looking at the cover art for the album right now. And I was wondering if you could explain any, any part of it. I'm seeing like a cat, there's a red yeah. sun in the background. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a collage I made. So I will, I will start by that. I, in, I make collages anyway. Like I just enjoy doing, doing it. I've been in a little uh, blast of time doing them more often i started to think oh i've got an we're finishing up this album maybe i'll try something so i did it with the intent of making an album cover and i uh i don't know i i like that it's sort of cryptic and ridiculous and uh that's my cat and his name is mac <laughs> but yeah there is I guess the way I would I would want it to to be is like there is meaning, but I'm I'm never gonna be the one to tell you what it is. Uh, and the only other little nugget about that that I would say is, um, 
in the liner notes, you, you can find this, but on one of the tracks, a friend of ours named, named Matt Dick plays guitar on the track. He is hidden somewhere in the cover. Oh, so there's like a kind of Where's Waldo, but Where's Yeah, there's a Where's Waldo. He doesn't even really know where he's at in there, but he is in there. So, uh, yeah, it's 2020. If it's anything, it's ridiculous. And, you know, why not have a giant cat guarding a city with you and your bandmates on your album cover? Thank you to Boone Williams from Tiny Tiny for talking to us about their new album, Go, which is available now 